Welcome back, everybody. This is Rolling Credits. As always, I am joined by Gums. So, sadly, Pat isn't here today, but we have a wonderful replacement in Lauren. And, yep. of course, the wonderful Kirby. And today, we are venturing into the Upside Down. Are you guys ready to fight some Demogorgons? Let's yes, go, mouth breathers. <laughs> <laughs> some good old mouth breathers. A little bit. Yep. Some scoops ahoy. <laughs> I want some ice cream. I want Robin to serve me some ice cream. How are you guys doing today? You're not her type. You guys doing good? Yeah, you're, you're, you're not her type, buddy. <laughs> this is true. She, uh, she's playing for the other team. Or Listen, is she? I forgot the, the girl's name in the, uh, in the new season, but I hope Robin and her have a great relationship together because I just want to see Robin happy. Absolutely. Robin so, is one of those women that you want to just see happy. It's like, yeah, yes. I have such a crush on you because of your personality. Just be happy. <laughs> yep. It's great. She's like a it's great baby that she's, bird. Right? It's great that she's uh, Ethan Hawke and um, Uma Thurman's kid. Because, like, you can tell that they have similar, uh, like, fe- like, features and, like, the way she acts is, like, some from her dad and, like, some from her mom. It's pretty great. That's super yeah. funny. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. spot on. Pretty bang on. So, I want to start this podcast today and um kind of go over obviously the new season just came out what did you guys all think of it was it your favorite season ever for me it was and um i'll start with you uh lauren and curbs well it was definitely a lot i did like the um the last season it was really good it definitely went a darker route i kind of felt the whole like harry potter where it kind of starts off a little not as crazy and then the deeper you go in the darker it gets i did like it it was definitely a um a warning before you watch it because it's not for the faint of heart yeah yeah that was um that was my thing with it um i really enjoyed the season um and i mean stranger things has always been like a little bit on the darker side um, had a little more of the, like the horror aspect, but they really leaned into it with this season. Um, I mean, just with like the first, uh, of course, there's gonna be spoilers throughout this. So if you haven't Spoiler seen alert. it, you should be turning this oh, yeah. off <laughs> right now. Why are you even? Watching? Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, it just uh, in that that first, uh, you know, kill the uh, with um, what Chrissy uh, when she like goes up and like she gets all distorted, like her bones start snapping and her eyes explode. That's I was like, oh shit, okay, this is gonna be much more. Uh, this is gonna go down a much darker path, and uh, I mean, it did. Uh, I was uh, I wasn't as satisfied with the um, the deaths that did happen, and I know Seth, you and I have talked about this uh, uh, previously, where um, like they kind of had like a big impactful death, but then they kind of cheated it. With like uh, eleven bringing Max back, like she's not in there. We don't know yeah. where she is. We'll see what how that happens in season five. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like there could have been uh, a much more impactful death uh, to close it out. Though Eddie was sad yeah. uh, because that's that's my dude right there. That's my dude in metal. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I feel like we could have had like something more impactful happen. And I'm gonna say something that people may not like, but Vecna. Um, I actually would have preferred for him to have kind of a bigger chest, like a big uh, Batman chest. Like I thought he was a little too Make thin. Make him buff. Yeah, I thought his head was too big for his body. And I feel like they could have done one of two things. Made him a lot taller than he was to give him that slender, creepy look. Or I would have liked to have seen him have more definition on his chest just because his neck was so big i felt like he kind of just turned into like a big noodle (laughs) i i i do kind of agree with that point because in the first few episodes when you barely see him he definitely is way scarier but the whole fight scene that took place in that like gym between him and an 11 i was like yeah this guy does not look that scary anymore and just like he walks really funny plus you all saw that meme uh, of him drinking starbucks and that that oh i love it i love it so much yeah well that forever changed it the um i will say that the um like the kind of end of season when they go and attack him on his turf when they hit him with the molotov and he's just on fire and he's like walking at him and he's like scree like that was a cool scene like that's just like okay this is this is a badass guy but yeah yeah, for for a good portion of the season it just it wasn't 
wasn't as scary. Yeah. No, well, I brought up the whole when we were watching it that I would have liked to have seen like a Frank Miller, Dark Knight Batman, like where he really exaggerates the chest. Listen, like, I would have liked to have Batman, seen that. Okay? Just go watch yeah. Batman. Like, so, long story short, Scarecrow was scarier. This <laughs> is Stranger Things, anyway. okay? This isn't Batman. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I said Frank Miller. He does other things. What do you got to say, Gums? We, or, we appreciate the input, though, because it makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't have any qualms with with Vecna. I did like this. The last season here, um, probably my favorite one. Um, I yeah. do like that they were longer episodes where I could sit down and enjoy more, or more of like a movie experience, um, where I really did feel like even the budget was movie esque. So I was just like, oh, okay, like I got like higher budget things, higher budget stuff was happening, and I I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that Stranger Things has done what a lot of other things attempt to do or a lot of other shows and series attempt to do, and that's build on what they're doing appropriately with the, the speed that's needed. So when we go from season one, it's like, ah, whoa, what happened? Like this kid's trapped. Where is this place? They got him back. It's more of like this mystery. And then they go from that to kind of like this, let's fight these guys at superpowers to like, holy shit, look at this evil character who's getting possessed to like, it just really gradually got darker and darker. And then it got more, you know, into your mind and, and the, those aspects of your human being. Like, do you give up? Do you surrender? Are you a bad person? Like, and then I just really liked how that gradually drew it out into this season. And I expect the fifth season to give us maybe a little bit more of what you guys are looking for. Maybe more of that thriller, dark horror aspect of it. Cause I don't think they've really, they've dipped their toes into the horror, but they haven't really done horror. Instead, they have given us this more dramatic approach, yeah. which I actually appreciate because it's really building. And if I can get more of a horror aspect where Vecna knows he's alive, but he's, he's hurt. So he's got to be instead of walking through the fire and like attacking the kids head on. Now he's got to pull a little bit more of that Freddy Cougar shit. And he's got to do a little bit more of that type of sneak around gorilla tactic. Um, but I really think what Stranger Things has done on the way they built the seasons up has been phenomenal. And a lot of people could take notes on how they built that up and how they were able to keep us engaged. And I would argue to say even engaged us more over time. Yeah where you see a lot of seasons that they actually disengage us over time. And um, that's kind of my two cents on Stranger Things. I love the final season here. I loved how the length and I, I loved uh, the acting and it was incredible per usual. So going mm. off I, of I, what Gums was saying, I really like the character development. They spent a lot of time yeah. developing each individual character, which is, you know, it kind of molded into what they are now. Mm. Um, I will say that, this season will annoyed me less than the other seasons. And I feel like it's because I just felt for him. Like I felt a, a lot. He has a lot going on. There's some unspoken stuff going on with him. And I feel like this season um, really showcased the actor's ability to act as well as just his overall storyline. And, you know, yeah. I know we'll probably go into this, but I do have some predictions for Will. Next oh, I season. do too. Mm. I definitely have some predictions for Will. I definitely think they're going full circle. There is so much, so much things that you guys both just said right now that I want. Like, I forgot everything that you guys said, but like, <laughs> I, I, just going over, like, the Duffer Brothers created such a, like an amazing world that is just so welcoming and like you. It's like a show that you just really feel invested with these characters and kind of like what Gum says is as the seasons progress, you know, it, it's gotten more adult. And it's funny when you go back and look at season one how young these kids are and like how much older they are now. And like, I, and how tall the show, they are. <laughs> yeah. And tall, like the show progresses like with their age, which is pretty cool to see. Um, going back to the Vecna thing, I did want to point out, I think one thing that the, the Duffer brothers do a really good job of is like, obviously they're dirts. Like first and foremost, like they know their pop culture and like, obviously they went through it all, but I love all of the different, like, themes and um like little monsters or like throwbacks to classic films like the halloween mask and what was it in the first part where eddie put on the halloween mask yeah, or, yeah that was funny it's funny yeah shit. that was great or you have um 
well, I just blanked on the girl's name. That Chrissy, uh, Chrissy, who basically died like um, the girl from uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It literally was the same exact death, the first death in Nightmare on Elm Street. And then you have like Carrie with uh, the um, the roller rink, like Eleven being dumped all the yeah. stuff on. So it's like they have all these like ties to pop culture, which I think is really cool. Um, which and I really I, love. Mm. I just like all the like little tiny things. So some things have come up where he, um, like if you go back to watch the first season, which we did, we started watching the first season just in preparation of the last season, how you can kind of hear the clock in the first season. So they plan stuff and we don't, we haven't even unraveled all the things and all the thoughts that they put into the season one and just, you start when you start watching the old older episodes you start picking on some stuff you're like oh my god they've been leading up to this moment for so long they're just so brilliant in their writing yeah and you know like another thing too that's really cool that they that they do um within their writing is kind of like you know how like you said will's dealing with things um and i don't know if you guys notice this but like the the writers do a very good job of like making it subtle and not making it like too much like Will's sexuality like that was a whole thing and then I, I don't know if you guys caught on to this I saw a video about it the other day but um the scene where um Lucas and uh the 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 high school the when they were fighting the like the undertones in that scene where it was like you know you have the white man versus like the african-american but it was just like the way that they like they wrote it like you could feel the tension there's a lot more tension there but because you have mm-hmm. like Vecna and all the things Hidden happening racism. with racism yeah, the the hints of racism, you might not notice it, but if you look back at that scene, you can clearly see that there's that that tension there. So, going back to what you, you know, you you reminded me of something hidden. Um I did see a video about the whole roller ring scene and yeah. how, you know, they're they're videotaping it and they make very good point on putting the dates on the videotape and it was a callback. That's actually Will's birthday and that's why he's all pouty mm-hmm. that day. Well, they uh, they addressed that and they said they just forgot. It yeah, was they just his forgot birthday. his birthday. <laughs> so he, it's kind of funny how Will can be seen. I know Eleven is the main person, but Will can also be seen as like the main person, and he doesn't have the main part. If that makes sense, like this all started with Will. Yeah, and he's yeah. kind of in the background, but he's so important to the series and then i know we'll go into our predictions but i'm like oh will is so important and they're not going to murder like everybody yeah. i hope will murders <laughs> Listen, everything i mean let's just get into the predictions here because i feel like we have to kind of continue this podcast um but obviously like you said will will's whole thing is going full circle like they started the show with him and it's going to end with him do you guys think that vecna is going to use him as his vessel yes and i'm going to start 100 percent Oh, sorry. Um, so no, you're good. I, I don't. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't think that Vecna's going to use him as his vessel. I think that Will becomes an entity of his own, and he's more powerful than Vecna. And then we come to like find out that somehow Will is influencing Vecna the whole time, and he's slowly killing these people or doing these things for attention, because Vecna could have just killed everybody. And he didn't have to tell everybody his plan and do all that extra shit. Like, that's a little stretch, right? But but why did he do that, right? And my opinion is that something to do with Will, where Will is kind of influencing this stuff. Where he has a greater ability than we think. He may not be like a telekinetic yet, but he may have some type of ability. So I do think that Will is going to come full circle. He's actually going to end up being our worst and main villain and he's yeah. going to be fucking shit up. And it's actually he's going to be telling Beckno what to do. Or he's going to be more of that anti-hero type villain where, like, he knows he's bad and he's pissed at everybody. And he kills and, like, snap Vecna's neck. And then he's about to kill all his friends. And instead Sounds of like doing Anakin. that, he just, yeah, he just banishes himself to the upside down. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of shit I expect out of uh, this this fifth season. where where Because, I mean, they fucking forgot about him. You know, they, they yeah. literally forget about him. None of his problems matter. It's like purposely put in our face. Nobody cares about Will. None of his problems matter. They're all like, why are you whining like a little bitch? And he's like, I'm not whining, bro. You guys are fucking forgetting about me. You're not talking to me. Every time I say something, you snap at me. So I think he's just going to lose it and he's going to fuck people up. So that's my opinion. 
Well, he is the uh, he is the party wizard, so there's got to be some magic there somewhere. I hope so. Yeah, I I also well I'll, I want to hear what Lauren and Kirby have to say with what what are your predictions with Will? Um, I actually think that because of the brilliant writing, they are going off of. I kind of you know I agree with Gums. They're building on the whole. Will keeps being pushed in the back. He's not that important, but everyone needs to remember that he is the only one that survived the Upside Down, and he was in there. Well, Eleven was in there for a while, but um, he was in there for so long, and then if you remember the ending of season one, he's spitting things out. Like, he has so much of it in him, and I know they exercise him and get a lot of it out, but he still has a lot of visions. He's so connected to the Upside Down. I do think that there is going to be a connection to him and Vecna, like in the sense that Vecna might actually be doing Will's dirty work, if that makes sense, because I don't know. I just I feel like one of two things are going to happen. Will is going to get pushed to the point where he goes evil or he is the only one that can stop him. Um, and it's just because there is something about Will that we don't know fully. And, you know, Kirby mentioned the whole he is the the wizard. Um, You're a wizard, We haven't Harry. seen his. <laughs> yeah, he, we haven't seen his full potential quite yet. And just his um, his artwork, like there's just so he's like the storyteller. But like, is he the storyteller from a third person or is he actually writing the story he's choosing who dies and i don't that's know a cool he, little theory. Will is like extre- yeah that's a cool little theory mm-hmm. like he's wrote like basically everything that's happened is because of him yep mm-hmm. i do think so because i mean and it goes back to the whole the only real person on his side is his brother and even then his brother is has a girlfriend he's moved on he has another life now hi. he's yeah. hi. he's getting yeah. high he's all the time with surfer boy i'm i'm super hoping that will actually doesn't come out um as as uh, gay and everybody read that wrong and like that's like another <laughs> fucking twist you know what i mean where he's like what like you know what I mean? And just like, no. And then he oh. goes, maybe, you know what I mean? It just fucks everybody because like nothing they do with Will is right. So I would actually, I'm part of that audience. That's like, Will should just totally not come out as gay. Like Burns he should actually way. like, it's yeah. pure yeah. hatred. Actually, it's not love. It's pure hatred. He despises him. And that's why he's always looking at him. And he's probably going to be the one that dies. Yeah. I mean, he, I'm uh, just saying, Think about Love it. That would be the ultimate twist. Line. Don't Dumbledore him. <laughs> fucking reverse right. Dumbledore him. That would be crazy. Yeah, uh, it turns Lauren. out he, he is actually <laughs> he's actually in love with Eleven, and that's why he hates Mike so much. Yeah, for sure. That'd be a twist I'd like. Honestly, Lauren, I don't. You you were saying that Will like created all this stuff, but like, dude, spent so much time crying. Where'd you find the time? <laughs> <laughs> but he's also always, if you notice. Everything is happening. He is always in the corner doodling. He's always doing something in the corner. So he could be planning stuff. And the connection that he has with the Upside Down could actually will him to be able to make these changes in real time. Mm -hmm. So just the fact that, you know, you're dealing with someone who is being ignored. I mean, he is the main character but when he comes back they kind of treat him differently zombie boy like they no one wants anything to do with him so it is kind of weird you know he you would think that someone that survived all of that would come out like a freaking rock star like badass but he came out as fragile as he was in and i just think that they underestimate how mm-hmm. strong he is and yeah. why was he able to survive everyone else did not survive you go in there and you instantly get sick why was he the only one that made it for i don't know i don't even know the timeline like a, a week time. two weeks he yeah. was in there for, for a while a bit he was yeah. in there for a very long time and he had a lot of things happen to him after there was always that little bit you know you can't fully get rid of that so i mean um, the darkness could have been very quiet for the last couple seasons, and it's just brewing until he freaking just explodes. It's all hidden under like, his bowl cut. Yeah, uh, I feel like you're talking about Gums' dog. He's always hiding in the corner. 
I mean, I've got to think, I've got to think that maybe, you know, Will does all these drawings. Maybe it's him that's created the actual upside that, down. Yeah. That's maybe what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So like, just like leading off of that, like his actual drawings come to life and are power in the upside down. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Isn't it a little weird that he's the whole, um, last season, you know, it's very like he's holding that drawing, he's holding that drawing, and it's kind of revealed that this big battle. So did he predict this big battle? But at the same time, Eleven told him to draw it. So then it's like, who is actually controlling this? Is Eleven controlling it and not knowing? Is Will controlling it? But there's definitely something with Will that they have not even opened. They haven't even cracked on his abilities. And I do think he has some sort of abilities. Yeah, season five should be the fucking story of Will and him just fucking shit up. Yeah. I, uh, I hope he dies. Yeah. <laughs> He'll, he's definitely gonna, gonna die. I'm gonna throw that out there. Uh, but will he sacrifice himself? Wow. No. He's gonna I kill just, everybody. Yeah, I don't um, think I, I think that. I don't think that. So, what, what was our original question? I'm sorry. It was. Do you, do we think that he's gonna be no like what what do you think or well yeah what do you yeah, think is, like Vecna's gonna take over his take over him as like a vessel no, like use I, him or like where do you honestly, see his story I could going? See, uh, I could see him taking over either Max or Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Because everybody's I actually saying, have a theory like, on Eddie. Yeah, that like Eddie's not dead. Um, we didn't see. I didn't like, see the body. Uh, we didn't see a body. And uh, they did say that uh, who was it? Somebody said that the the bats like don't kill, so so he he might still be out there, or or no. they left him in the upside down, and he's now just going to be a, a meat puppet. Can I interrupt you real quick? Because like I I have to get into this theory now because it's the fucking most badass theory of all time. Um, so you said Eddie got bit by bats. He's the only one who was killed by the bats. He had bats on his arm, and in. The, D&D lore, apparently, there is a character who wields a, sh- a shield and, like, spear, like he did when he was fighting the bats. Well, that character is a vampire. So the theory is... Oh, yeah. ...is that Eddie is actually a vampire, and that's why you don't see his body, and he's going to come back in Season 5 as that character. Ooh. Which I think yeah, would I be the fucking coolest thing ever. Me too. I really do hope that's true. I mean, that would make that, the most sense, actually. Like would be this the whole time, Will thing. Will did die in the Upside Down. Vecna did die in the Upside Down, but when you die in the Upside Down, it changes you into something else. So, you know, Vecna died in the Upside Down. He become or you know he becomes Vecna at that point in time. Will died in the His Upside soul. Down. We don't know what he is. You know, this guy dies in the Upside Down. He becomes this vampire creature. Oh fuck! If Will's I'm a sorry. werewolf, I'm down. Let's fucking go. Yeah, <laughs> I love werewolves. Well, I really hope Eddie is a vampire though. Go. I yeah, just want more. That would be uh, yeah. that would be pretty great. You know, I just we want should more scenes talk of him about shredding the guitar. Yes. Freaking fat ass Nancy. Oh yeah, Nancy with a Who shotgun. Who doesn't love Nancy? Nancy's Who doesn't love a like I don't even know five. Uh, what is foot, she? Five first, foot. She's t- she's two. a tiny spitfire, and then um, just her with the. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's that great. was. So, so we was, all love Nancy. That's, oh my yeah. god, she's so like, she's just so badass, and she's so tiny, which is the you're it's the person you're not expecting to be a badass, and she's like, you know what, by like guys, you need a freaking man up, hmm. like we I got shit look, to do. I go, you're gonna be a great parent. <laughs> I just look at her. you're gonna oh, be Nancy? a great parental figure. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. You're um, gonna be awesome. On their little, uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Um, their little camper. Oh yeah, Her the little RV. Oh yeah. The little Listen, RV end game. taking the kids around um, the world. Jonathan's too busy getting high. They ain't getting back together. Jonathan looks like a ninety-year-old woman. Like yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't see the appeal. No, I, I did want to say Nancy and him didn't ever make sense. If that makes like it, they no. just didn't. I, I did want to say too, going back to the will thing. Um, my my big thing with that, I think that him and Eleven are gonna have like a big battle next season. And Eleven's so? actually gonna die. It, that well, would make I mean, sense. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see everybody die. Quite honestly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's well, it. This doesn't need well, to have a happy you ending. You know. Yeah. Anyone? Let Hawkins perish. 
I- I'm as so long as sick Robin of movies and listen, TV shows with happy Robin's endings. the only one that survives. No, Robin and Dustin. Dusty Buns, as long as Dusty Buns survives, that's all I care about. Like, everybody else can... I feel like Dustin's gonna have a huge arc next season, too, because he literally just lost his best friend, like, dying in his arms, until he comes back as a vampire. Yep. So, getting back on track here, do you guys have a favorite character from the show? And uh, I'll start with you, uh, Lauren and Kirby, this time. Um... My favorite character changes um, season by season, but I'm going to have to say that Nancy this season, I'm going to say Nancy this season, just because she was just full on badass Badass. and she was just getting shit done. So I feel like um, I feel like the women took charge. Um, Her and Robin, they just they well, actually, Robin got a little. She wasn't ready for battle, and they had to slap her a little bit and be like, you know what, get, get your shit together. Um, so, staying away from the obvious main characters, I'm going to say Nancy. Uh, this season specifically, uh, Murray. Murray, yeah, he, he was hilarious. His fame thrower. I knew somebody was going to say Murray. It had the flamethrower, yeah. the uh, the karate. Yeah, that's that dude is he's just oh, hilarious this season. I do love Yuri. Oh, uh, Yuri too. I love Yuri. You <laughs> sneaky <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Gums. Yeah. Um, are we doing the season or in total? You can do in the season or total, whatever. Whatever your heart is. Um. Okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to say that uh, Erica Sinclair is my favorite character because she's like, she's just like the most like obvious about everything. She's like, you guys are fucking nerds. What are we doing? Like, how are we doing this? What are we doing? You know, like, give me the answers to this. So I really love how like upfront and honest she is in this. Like, she's just so direct. And I'm just like, everybody else is fucking beating around the bush and she's over here like yo we need to build this and she your staff her and your fucking spear dude it sucks I gotta rewrap it like yeah. so she's great but I think of all the people that I've liked so far who've been great is uh is the doctor um Ooh, I don't Dr. what the Brenner. fuck is this dude's name Doctor. is that his name the one that died yeah yeah he played a great character like I'm like this piece of Papa? shit is evil yeah yeah, Papa. Uh-huh. I was like, this piece of shit is evil. And then I'm like, but he's not. Oh, but he's evil. And I went back and forth so much with him that like yeah. I this character, yeah, Martin Brenner, like he played this shit to a T. So I'm yeah. giving my props this season to Dr. Martin Brenner um, because he played it amazingly. I mean, I feel like Hopper is always just good. So like, that's why I didn't want to like say Hopper. But yeah, that guy got skinny. Yeah, he he got yoked. So I'm trying to get on that that hot hot body summer. <laughs> yeah, you know, just get you know taken to a Russian prison and eat slime for months. Oh, yeah, so. okay, it's real easy. So <laughs> I'll do it. So I already said Dust, Dustin's my favorite character, but it, like for this season, um, honestly, Max, like Sadie Sink was fucking phenomenal this season. Like her acting was by far next to Noah Schnapp's like Will. I, I think her acting this season was the best. And that episode four was just like just done so well. I think she's a great character. And mm-hmm. I like I'm interested to see where they take her character next because like obviously like she was at like a point where she was like kind of like ready and like they they left her in like a horrible state. Like she's blind, all of her bones are broken. Like she has like a really sad story at this point. Yeah. Yeah. She lost her brother. Like she's like yeah. alone in the world. She's fucked. Yeah. Um, so. Shout out to Argyle though, because he played the hippie funny boy and I don't think he oh, went yeah. too hippie funny boy. Like I, I mean, I understand the natural. role was to probably piss a lot of people off, but at the same time I was just like, yo, you killed that role guy. Like, yeah, I understand yeah. that your role is to piss people off and be the dumb comedy that also figures out almost everything by accident. But I was like, dude, dude, you know, good for you, like to pull that off in a Cheech and Chong style without me like completely Hating wanting you. to say, hey, get the fuck out of the screen. Yeah, 
Yeah. Listen, the so. the new characters this season were phenomenal. Between Eddie and Argyle, I think like this season by far had the best introduction of like those two characters, which is like sure. you can clearly it's kind of sad that Eddie well, for now is gone, but like that was one character where they brought in where I actually was like invested in him cuz like obviously there was um you know Robin or not Robin um I from season 1 uh do you, the one that got oh, eaten by the uh, Nan- uh Nancy's he, friend Yeah Nancy's oh, friend Oh uh yeah Barb. yeah Barb Barb yeah there we go oh, okay. you had Barb Barb and was okay you, Yeah well like that's what I'm saying like this is the first season where I feel like they introduced characters that we actually liked like nobody really liked Billy come on I did. I felt I felt bad for him when they went into the backstory, and you kind of understand yeah. why he was the way he was. I didn't feel bad for Billy, but he fucking crushed that role. Like I, he did. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Billy played a great villain, and yeah. I the fact that they killed him off kind of fucking hurt because like they could have ran with that for like three seasons. Like that yeah. dude, Montgomery that is amazing. Scary. Yeah, he played I, that um, shit scary. So I saw this uh, video pop up. Um, where they were uh, showing us uh, a clip from what was that season two is when the mind are it was two or three when uh, the mind flayer yeah mind flayer had like the the physical form um, and like kind of took over Billy and um, they were showing like uh, when he was introduced to Eleven like his whole demeanor changed his voice changed yeah and they were like matching it up to uh vecna's uh way of speaking and standing in his voice like and how they're like okay did this they plan this out like this far like where like vecna is like kind of the thing controlling billy at that point like it was a really cool theory it was like it matched up really well so whether or not that was actually real or that was just a a happy coincidence that was yeah that was that was cool I did like the actor that played Vecna. Like I did, I think he did a yeah, really good great. job because mm-hmm. when it has roles like that, like um, it's another example. You need particular creepy people. <laughs> like you yeah. need someone that just looking at them gives you unease. Yeah, and I think that he performed very well. And then I have watched a lot of behind the scenes, and he's just oh, yeah. he's goofing off with <laughs> the kids and stuff like that. So he's. He is definitely a good actor, and he's not a creepy person, if that makes sense. Like, he is completely acting. Him and Eddie acting. are, like, best friends in real life, too. Yeah, yeah and it's it's so cute. Yeah. yeah, And all the kids now are 18-plus, which is insane. So they're all, yeah. like, yeah. like, like 21 20. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just like, yo, these these are fucking adults now. I'm about to start beating them the up. Only one, fucking up. <laughs> the only one that's still Dusty's young, the youngest, I, I right? Is, uh, no, 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 Schnapp is, Will. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah, well, Erica. Like Erica's the youngest. It's like Erica and then um, Noah Schnapp or Schnapp. Um, I did want to ask you guys, what do you, how do you feel about um, Nancy and uh, Mike's dad? <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> funny. He's just very dry and he's always well, in his yeah. newspaper and he's just. Yep. I think he's like the stereotypical dad. And he yeah. He's saying anything that'll get his kids to stop talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the um, the back and forth between him and Dustin is always really funny. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> between him and Dustin. That's when you know you got a best friend. When you got a yeah. friend that just comes over and he's just talking shit with your fucking folks, and it's just like, yep. But your folks don't get mad enough to actually kick him out. <laughs> it's just oh, like, yeah. all right, take the food, you little bastard. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> you know, like, you know, see you later, man. Yep. I know, like, because you guys. Gums, you've played D and D. You guys have played it for your first time, right? Recently, Lauren and um, yes, yeah. Kirby. I was gonna ask, do you guys know? Like, are there any other like big villains in D and D lore that like that they could kind of like spin off from in the next season or add? Actually, yes. Um, and we may have gotten a preview of it. Let me look this up real quick. Uh, as you look for uh, that, I'm going to tell you on my end, no. I have no knowledge of the background lore. Um, I've played it once so far, and I really just played it to like see what it was like and see what's yeah. up. And I, I have a campaign going right now, so I'll let you know at the end of that. But we are not even playing the newest edition, so it's not like we'll know anything about the lore in the background. We're just kind of like, hey, this is how you play, and so that I can learn how to play. So, yeah. um, so uh, uh, Tiamat. Uh, is a three-headed red dragon 
and is the oh. queen mother of evil dragons in D and D. And if you look at you know one of the paintings that Will had, it's a red three headed dragon. So maybe, yeah, that would be so kind of cool. And that would like... also go around with the theory that Will is actually making the upside down, and yeah. he's able—that's yeah. his own mental space where he can create shit, and it comes yep. to life. So yeah, it's gonna be a whole new heart thing. He's in a mental institution, and none of this is real. <laughs> Or there's oh, the theory going the around that this is um, that this is um, just one long drawn out game of D and D that the boys are playing, and yeah, the the first or the last scene of the series is going to be the first scene of the series when they're all in the basement and they're playing D and D. Yeah, I feel like if that they would do piss that, they should they should do that for like a fuck like a fucking haha gotcha like a roll a pull yeah. rug <laughs> where they're just like I'm gonna rug pull this. And uh, they should, they flash back to that and say, that was a fun game, guys. And they're like, we're just kidding. You know what I mean? Like some type of way where they can incorporate where even if they're this age, they just go, well, that session's over. And they're like, what do you mean? Well, that was a good, you know, fun game of D&D. I'm glad we're all OK. And they're like, yeah. good 12 hours. Nah, I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? 20 hours. <laughs> it's like the, and 11 the David... is just the new girl in school that no right. one knows yet. <laughs> like the David and Benioff, the Game of Thrones guys. That's that's the way out right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would piss off so many people. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. <laughs> I though. find like, it hilarious, but. Yeah. I did want to point out, because you, you said that you guys would be okay with, like, everybody dying, and, like, you think it would be good that way, but the um, the Duffer Brothers came out specifically stating, because people were upset, and this kind of will go up into my next question, too, that, like, obviously we had the fake out with Max. I feel like there was a couple this season where I honestly felt like Max's death would have been way more impactful than Eddie's. Um Yeah in some ways and that they should have stuck with it. Um, but th they said that this isn't Westeros. Like it's not game of Thrones. Like they're not trying to kill off all the characters, but like, do you think at the end of the day, like it would be better served if they did kill off some of the main characters, like say a Steve or like a Nancy or, or Max, do you think it would make it better? Definitely and we'll start with you. Gums. Some hearts or not gums, uh, Kirby <laughs> and Lauren. Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um i think i think it would make the stakes feel much more real um yeah. if like if they had like if max had stayed dead or if they had killed like another major character um yeah eddie's death sucked um he was that kind of likable uh dude it was it was sad um it was also for nothing um i feel like it was a, a death not very well spent um so i don't know i think that it would have made the stakes seem much more real if it was like Max or Steve or um, uh, Mike or whoever. Um, but uh, we'll see what season five holds. But yeah, I, I think yeah. it would have had much more of an impact with a character that we've seen for multiple seasons. Well, going into the whole prediction thing, um, you have to kind of wonder if Max is going to be the new vessel because mm. there's nothing going on up there. And we've seen, you know, Billy being taken over. And, you know, she can turn into, like, the next big villain. Like, we don't know. Um, I don't know if that is something that they're planning on. Or if oh. that's just... You just, like, actually made me think for a second. Sorry to interrupt, but, I like, before I forget. No, no, so, go ahead. you know how one was like, you know, you, this is all you. Like, everything that's happened is because of you. She saved, well, technically saved Max. Like, your theory of, like, Vecna taking her over, what if, you know, Eleven, you know, basically, like, going in there when Lucas was with her and, like, basically saving her from death is what allowed Vecna to take over the vessel, and then it goes back, like, full circle again. Yeah. Well, there's that whole theory that Vecna, you know, is her father. You know, you've heard that theory, right? Oh. Uh-uh. You yeah. ever heard that theory? Yeah. Oh, one no. is actually Eleven's dad. Uh, you brought this up, so I'm going to let Kirby go into it yeah, more because I'm going to misquote. <laughs> yeah, this, I don't remember where this popped up or if this was like due to a conversation. I honestly can't remember, but um, it, it's, the theory is that uh, one is Eleven's dad um, because their powers are so similar and, um, like uh she is you know of all the kids in her her little group 
uh she was the strongest um so it it was something like it's uh also the mk like the like timing. yeah the um like her mom was part of like that whole mk ultra thing and yep. um and uh vecna uh was like a part of those trials and stuff like that and they had a child they had 11 and uh and you know like they they put her in that that program with the other kids to to you know push him and see what they could do and and you know he stayed a part of the program to keep an eye on his daughter and that's why he took special notice of her why he was uh trying to help her and stuff like that it has something to do with the whole timetable you know um like when he was a kid you know what it was like i don't remember it was like the 50s or something like that don't quote me on that but like um the timetables of when he was a kid and then when he started turning into like a preteen, you know, adult, that would have been around the same age that 11 would have been born. And it would make sense that one has such a powerful impact two, three, four, they weren't as strong. So naturally you want to take the strongest one and replicate. Mm-hmm. So there is a theory that 11 is one's biological daughter. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting theory. I also saw sure. uh, Eddie was one of the people there as well. One of the experiments there. Ooh, saying one of the um, one of the kids. You yeah, guys were and they, long. Yeah, yeah. But I seen that theory as well. Yeah, he was the bald kid that the doctor was in the room with before he ran yeah. out to see who Eleven murdered. Thought she thought he massacred everybody. Remember, he was back mm-hmm. there with that one kid. So it's all possible. I think that's why it makes it so fun because like they could go any way, and I don't think I'd be disappointed. But yeah. even if it's not like the biological father, he obviously has a lot to do with her because I think that he was just the start of it all, and they had to take his DNA anyway. So technically speaking, injecting DNA from you to anybody else would kind of make you some type of not a parent, father. but some type of yeah clone, some type of DNA abridged person to that person like you now share the same dna and that's with all of them right so i don't know interesting theories for sure like i i hope some yeah. of these come to light i think the fans have some amazing theories but i think these these dudes that are making this stuff like they're gonna hit us with some stuff we may not like it all but I, honestly they haven't steered this boat too wrong w- with the deaths like i don't i i it's weird like the deaths that they've done haven't had like such a very high impact. I don't really care that Sam came back. I wouldn't have really cared though if Sam died. I or don't. Max. Or excuse me, Max. Yeah. Um. I think I was using a real name. Um. <laughs> I, or it, it was Sadie anyway. But yeah, yeah, I don't really care if Max died. I I just I don't. I just like I thought she was a decent plot point. I thought it was cool. But really, her brother was the fucking. That was shit, right? That's what was happening. Yeah. And, I liked that she's linked to this, but I wouldn't have been too upset if Max died. I thought it would have been one of those deaths that was impactful, but I wouldn't have been like in tears or been like, yeah, we need her to run the show. So the way that they've divided the characters this season is, again, another testament to directing because people need to take advantage of this is that when you have this many characters on the show, the way they divided them and had some doing physical activities while others doing like, oh, I loved uh, it lesson learning activities where they're diving deeper into each other's psyche and like conflicts and they're like learning about each other like so we have this like oh yeah you told me this and we're fighting here and on this other side they're like we're actually running through forest trying not to die and it's like i really like how they broke that in half and spread that out but with the deaths i mean i didn't care for chrissy i didn't care for any of those people that got snapped in half i enjoyed that um i don't think many deaths would be more impactful than like a steve like, if you killed Steve right as he confessed his love to Nancy, like, that would fucking, people would be pissed, right? So, like, there's a few characters on here that you could kill and it would screw shit up. Um, the main cast, if one of them went, that would suck. But I think if you kill somebody you're really in, emotionally involved with, like, even Robin, if Robin would have got messed up instead of Max, I would have been feeling some type of way. Um, but I really, upset. for the ones, yeah, for the ones they've done this to or killed or haven't killed, I've really felt no, no different. And what, what's the mom's name? Um, like she could have been killed. That'd have been nice. Yeah. Uh, Joy Spires. 
Winona oh, Ryder. Voice, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, I her, think I everybody. Wills no. Or, um, yeah. No, I think my uncle was like, yo, they better not kill off Winona. And I was like, that's exactly who they should kill off. <laughs> She's not really needed. And it. everybody knows her, you know? So, um, anyways, that's just my opinion on it. I think, you know, that's what you um, have. I, want to see I do think die. that Steve is going to die eventually because they tease it so much. Yeah, they keep, you know, everywhere. like fishing his death. Like he almost died. He didn't die. He almost died. I know like somewhere I read an interview where he was actually supposed to die the first season. Yep. He wasn't even supposed to be a main character, but he had such an impact that they kind of kept him around. And that kind of shows the whole he was kind of a douchebag the first season. And he built his character you know, it talks about the character development and how he's one of the most liked characters. Um, as far as killing the main characters off, I mean, how long, how many seasons can they possibly go? So, I mean, the fifth season is the final countdown of when people are going to die. Um, I do think that if they kill the main characters, I swear to God, if they don't give them a good death, like they better <laughs> give them a good death. I don't want, you know, Dusty to just blow like fall off a cliff like no like they they need to get a gruesome death like i want to cry if they kill them and um the whole max thing like i i understand that whole thing um like she if she would have died it wouldn't really impact the show like she's not enough of a main character to have any end result like she's not connected to the upside down she's not um, like romantically involved with the main main people like I know she has some stuff going on but um, so it wouldn't have been that much of an impact um, but I do you know I'm gonna have the girls voice on this they um, the tear jerk tear jerker so they build up her story she is alone in the world I mean she lost her brother she's very traumatized by that she blames herself um, so the fact that they put so much emotion before her quote unquote death is, I think, what made it so impactful. And I don't think, you know, if she is gone, I don't think the good she's not coming back like her um, personality is not coming back. She is an empty vessel right now. So if she did come back. I'd be very surprised. Or they can even twist it where she's stuck in the upside down. They have to go find her. Like her she's like soul. brand the builder. Yeah, she's like brand the builder now. But Maybe she's uh, the whole thing. That's my two cents. If you're gonna kill my people, if you're gonna kill Nancy, she better be going out swinging. Yeah. Herbs, what do you think? Like, like take ten huh? bullets and keep walking swinging. Oh yeah, you were okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I already went. Yeah, I listen. I I don't. I'm not upset that they didn't like completely kill off Max. I think that they're. We still have one more season left. I definitely think Steve is gonna die, or like some of the major characters will die. And I think we would have been more upset. I know a lot of people were upset that they didn't kill off some of the main characters. Like, that was a big thing. It's like, oh, you know, they should have done it. They should have stuck with it. But I, I think that if they did, we would be way more upset now than we are. And I feel like losing... They don't want to put all their, you know, all the marbles in the basket. Like, they want to save some for the final season. And, and I do think that's going to be a big thing there. I, honestly, I do have a question for you. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say one last thing is I, I think with Eddie's death, I think what was more sad, and I told I talked to you about this, um, Kirby, is seeing Dustin's reaction. I think that was the yeah. saddest thing. It's, yeah, it was just so sad seeing like how emotional he got. It's, same with Lucas and Max, like the characters that it impacted, I think, had more of an effect on the audience than the actual de- the actual deaths. Facts. I agree. Yeah. So the more people that are more emotionally bonded to that person, the more the more people will cry. Like, so, again, yeah. if you kill Nancy, my God, the world's going to riot because you've got a love triangle there. You've got you know what I mean? Like you've got a lot. Or if you force Nancy to pick literally life or death between Jonathan and Steve and they both try to it. give up so that the other one can survive. And like, you know, what I mean, like that type of shit, that's the type of stuff that's going to pull heartstrings. 
Lucas is a fucking winner, okay? That motherfucker yeah. had a game winner shot, got his yep. ass beat, got up. If he dies for any fucking reason, I'll sue the company. I swear to God. <laughs> he's go. he's got to make it to the end. Hey. He's the only person of color in here, and he hasn't died, so he's better <laughs> yeah. fucking make it to the end. Because if he's, they don't uh, die first, they die more gruesome. They die the yeah. most gruesome, and I ain't trying to have it. Don't touch the Sinclairs. I yeah. mean, uh, that's we, we talked about that in the horror episode. You know, usually the uh, the black guy dies first. Yep, so he's, he's doing good first, right now. It's the most horrific every yeah. time. <laughs> I, I won't allow it. Lucas is the shit. Uh, what were you going to ask, Lauren? Oh, I just wanted to ask you guys. Um, so I feel like in today's day, like the shows that are coming out, we are expecting a um, not so happy ending. Like uh, a lot of shows, we don't really get the happy ending anymore. So with that being said, if it does end and no one dies and everyone goes on their merry way, you know, Nancy and and Steve go off and have their family and, you know, everything's tied with a little bow. Are you going to be happy or do you want everyone to be miserable? I want to go first here because I actually wanted to bring this up. I I do think it's going to end like on the cusp of that, like bad and good. So you guys were talking about earlier in the, in the podcast here that like, you think that, you know, maybe this whole thing's been a D and D game the whole time. Well, I think that next season and it's been hinted at the grandfather clock times different in the upside down. It was stuck in 1983. I have a theory that, you know, at the end of the season, that they're going to do some type of kind of like what they did with like Marvel or like Doctor Strange and go back in time to reverse the events. And the show is going to end with them being at the table with, you know, that first D&D game and then maybe them not knowing everything that happened. Uh, and it's just basically starting over from scratch because the, mm-hmm. the time will remember on some Jumanji shit. That's yeah. more Jumanji than it is Marvel. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that's going to be a huge part because they wouldn't be hinting at the at the time and they wouldn't have brought up the fact that Nancy's gun wasn't in there and the the clock hearing throughout the first you know the first season i think that's going to have to play a big part here uh, that's and, a great point man yeah. yeah i'm for it everyone die a gruesome death and then will is the I, last one and he hits the reset button yep and it goes and, back and to the still D&D. treat him like shit he saved everyone and they treat him I, like shit i do, as long as it ends in a way where everybody is emotionally and mentally disfigured and crushed like <laughs> like i don't want them to be able to totally recover from the events you know what i'm saying if but i feel like you? they can recover from these events well look at them will did i mean mike did not will you know what i mean will's the only one to act normal he's like motherfucker yeah. i've been trapped i'm i'm hurt yeah. you know i'm just trying to go back and play games with y'all. i missed out cream? on years <laughs> i'm not trying to be here you know what i mean like this shit sucks everybody else like yeah fuck it no let's do this here's love I want everybody to just be emotionally distressed and just Listen, unavailable. The only person that should get the worst death on the television show is whoever the fuck is cutting <laughs> Will's hair. Who's <laughs> okay. giving that yeah. to? That would be pretty funny. The, the barber, the, like, the last scene. Last, last scene, the barber him just that gets cut. it horribly. Yeah. Like, you're all like, set. Throws a bowl on his head. You're all set. Well, I... <laughs> whole issue with the bowl cut is he's like seven feet tall now yeah. so it's not cute anymore it's like yeah. creepy neighbor yeah like that, that screams the late 70s early 80s yeah creepy that neighbor there's the mustache in the coke bottle well, screams like screams yeah. boo radley no one wants him <laughs> but yeah, yeah everybody should end up just emotionally fucked and disfigured like so, uh, so we can be happy yeah, yeah. our want, happiness I mean, resolves around have, their misery yeah. I don't want a neat bow. I want a really fucked up knot. You know what I mean? Like it's together, but it ain't by much, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that I'm going to be happy if like half of the main cast is just utterly destroyed and the other half has to like live with that fallout. Um, That's that's what's going to be make me happy. Yeah, that's what's going to make me happy. That's exactly right. Like, there's got to be a consequence to going through this shit, not just yeah. Oh, we're fine. Yay! It's all right. That's 
That's okay. you know there there have to be consequences to the actions. So we're gonna that's, that's we're gonna it. pull some old '90s stuff. So it has to be, and if anyone knows this scene, it has to be when Buffy and Angel are battling now, and Willow tries to save Angel's soul, and right before she stabs him, <laughs> she saves a soul, and he's like. What are you doing? And she kills him anyways to send him off to close the hell mouth. I want that. I want yeah. the hope at the end and then the sacrifice that someone has to do and they have to live with that sacrifice. Yep. No, everybody I, I think that's going to be Will and Eleven, honestly. I think those two would be the ones that, that are getting He's going to have to choose like his friends discussion. or his girl. No, I, I think... Eleven's going to die, guys. Yeah, Eleven's going to die. And then Will's going to be the one who's going to have to try to revert time. And then he's going to get stuck in the upside down. And then it's going to go back to season one, the D&D game. And Eleven never existed. And Will sacrificed himself. And, and then Will becomes the mind flayer. That's pretty yep. good. And then the cycle starts over and over again. Yep. And that's the spinoff. <laughs> there you go. So, there you go. One last. Uh, Not even a spinoff. Just a giant fucked up loop that never right? exits. <laughs> it never just ends. Just a big middle finger. One last uh, segment fine here. It is a fine ending. One last quick segment here that I wanted to ask you guys. Um, did you feel that like the the season, um, because they split it up, kind of killed the momentum? And if so, do you think that the final season should just be all one bingeable thing, or should they split up the episode, like do a weekly thing? And uh, I'll start with you, um, Gums, this time. No, just give it to us straight, man. Don't just just give it to us fucking straight. It doesn't matter if you split it up into a weekly or give it to us all at once. We're all going to fucking watch it and we're all going to break records. It it just really doesn't matter. I wanted you to give it to me in the feature film length, though. So then that way I can really engross myself in it. And I don't have to worry about the cuts of the 45 minutes and then like wait for the next week. And like I understand like some people really like that and these cliffhangers so they can do these what ifs. Um, but I really want to just be like, here's my movie, my feature film I've been waiting for. Let me watch my three episodes that are two hours long each and really enjoy the end of my show. Um, that's just my opinion on it. But I really like that they did the bulk instead of like the, the season things. And it comes out with a bigger budget. So they do bigger budget shit, which I really enjoy. When you when you don't do yeah. epi- episodic things and you do more of these bigger, longer movie things, like, man, the budget's bigger, so it's really, like, beautiful. The CGI's great, you know? So I enjoy that a lot better. Um, I agree with Gums. I would love to see a miniseries. I want bigger chunks. So if they did, you know... I, I think three hours is too long, but, I mean, that's the whole, like, DC thing. It gets longer and longer. But I feel like if they did, you know... um two hours hour and a half but did like maybe three or four of them like really broke it up um not only does it give you your intermission but i feel like they should just drop it all at once because when you have such a break between you know the the series and then the last little bit you kind of forget you do have you lose the momentum of like um, this happened, that happened. You kind of forget kind of what happened, but when it's all linked and you can just binge it all at once, you remember the key little things that they did and it doesn't just slip over your head. Yeah. 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 That's I'm, true. I'm, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like, um, I personally don't care about the length of the episodes. Just drop it all at once so that I can binge it, binge it in like one day. Like I'll I'll be like that I'll be that fucking shitty person that's sitting on my couch in my boxers with a bag of Cheetos watching the whole goddamn thing. Like well, that's what I want. Give it goes it back to um, when I used to read a lot more, like a lot of comics. I don't read them anymore as much, but they would come out with like you know the first ep or the first um, thing would be like one of five. The first issue, thank you. The first issue would be one of five. I actually would not read any of it until the fifth one came out because I don't want to read it and then wait like yeah. a month or wait a couple of weeks and completely forget what's going on. And then I just have to reread it again. I want all of it at once so I can have it flow. Yeah, I, I agree with all of you guys. I think it's better as a binge model, honestly. I know people are like, we're pushing for it to be like weekly and they're talking about how it's like, you know, it kills the momentum and things like that. But I'm just like, 
people are still talking about it right now. Like it was one of the most watched television shows in the history. Um, honestly, Netflix is fucked once it ends. I don't know. Like there hasn't been a better show than Stranger Things in recent years that I can think of. So it, it, uh, Netflix Daredevil. Yeah. Punisher. Yeah, anyway, but those, I, don't, like, I, I still don't feel like they have the same type of cultural impact. They, they no. don't. They don't. No. I will Str- say that watching Stranger Things, the last one, in a special um, screening room that has Stranger Things lighting above was pretty badass. <laughs> I will say Pretty that cool. that 100% added to the... The whole thing. The ambiance. The ambiance. Having Listen, the upside down above me. <laughs> you were me. sleeping when gums came over, okay? You could have enjoyed yep. the upside I, down. No, I, I heard you guys giggling and making oh, popcorn, but <laughs> oh, yeah. I was tired because I had to wake up and work the next day. But I heard a little giggling and the popcorn being made. I heard you guys. We were we were high. Yes. I got the you setup, little okay? little kids making your yeah, popcorn. We were big. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I got yeah, the we, setup, we okay? I can't I was go to movie theaters upset anymore. I was was close. That is uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I made you some delicious popcorn, though. I made up for it. Yeah. Oh, well, I woke up to popcorn while I was working. So thank you for my 7 a.m. popcorn. It was delightful. Of course. <laughs> well, guys, I am I, not ready for Stranger Things to be over, but. Oh. When's it dropping? 2024? 2025? Probably. Fuck, dude. 20, they just want 30, us to get old, two? man. Like, drop all this yeah. shit now. I feel like, I'm tired of waiting. Cause that shit comes around so like, fast. Grow, like, like oh. before all the kids have gray hair. Yeah, like right. shit. For I have gray well, hair. I'm fucking pissed. That's the whole thing when you do start a series with kids. Like you have to, unfortunately, like you have to pump the issues out because they like hit puberty and boop, they hit puberty. But at the same time, there's so many laws um, Listen, with Mike's the with only kids. one that looks like he hit it. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> boop. I don't know, yeah. Lucas. Grew, Will Lucas grew. Got, yep. He's t- well, Will like he when he hugs his mom, he's taller than Wyona Ryder. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I just think it's hilarious because he's got his bowl cut and he's hugging his little mom. All right, so <laughs> I just looked it up. Uh, Stranger Things season five has not even started filming yet. They aren't going to start filming until they anticipate twenty twenty three. Um, so, so early twenty twenty four is what they're projecting for. I will Listen, say I, um, the pandemic slowing down should help filming, hopefully. Hopefully. I, I hope that they release it on Halloween again, because I miss when they release oh, it during like, October. Yeah, yeah that's like, I enough love, of this summer. And, damn it, Seth. You know I fucking love Halloween. Now, the, now I'm yeah. thinking of October and the vibes and it's the, the good stuff. Now it really does well, I mean, need release. Is it Seth's birthday without Stranger Things? <laughs> yes. Right? Or Halloween themed. Like, I, yeah. I know. October is one of the best months of the year, honestly. And not Never. just because it's my birthday, but like Halloween is what such a fun holiday. And like you have all the horror movies. It's like, I feel like it does a disservice to Stranger Things to drop it in the middle of summer when you have a villain like Vecna, who's basically Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I want it to be spooky and cold out when I watch Vecna fucking tearing Will's limbs apart next season, okay? <laughs> With the, what is it, the subtitles, the tentacles, oh, lip, like, the, the subtitles are really funny. Some people have posted it where they actually put, like, the tentacles dripping, like, uh, slurping and all that stuff. Gross. Long, as long I was as like, oh, vision. Well, yeah. do you guys have anything else you wanted to ask? Anything else you wanted to add about the Stranger Things? Negative. We still ne- just you know that. What uh, just that. Oh, I was just gonna add that. Like Fixed they are up. making bank on the whole everything. Stranger Things Merch. T-shirts, um, cereal. Like they are doing the whole um, Batman and Robin like toy company. They are making bank on merch. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is Netflix's best thing that they they have for them, and it's gonna be sad when it ends. Yeah, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Like, I still think it's going to linger around for the next couple of years, but new content's not coming out. Yeah. Well, we are getting the spinoff show from them, but it's not going to be about Hawkins or any of the characters. And uh, they're also doing um, a Death Note live action movie or series. Better than the movie? The movie was horrible. I trust these guys. uh, Do you you trust them, Jones? That should be pretty crazy. 
I mean, I don't give a fuck about these guys. I mean, <laughs> if, they, if they give me good shit, yeah, great. But I don't know if I trust them yet because nobody's well, nobody's done anime like they're supposed to, except for Alita yeah. Battle Angel. Like they said, hey, look at the CGI cool shit, and then also these other characters, and then look how great this world is and beautiful it is, and like they did it correctly. And everybody else like feels like they dip their toe in or scared to really just go for it. Just take it there, man. Just fucking take it there. Use the CG, use the big budget. I think that's what it is. They're scared to big budget it. And when Alita yeah. did it, they did it great. And like, if they can give me something where I mean, Death Note should be fucking easy. There's no superpowers. There's yeah. a demon that you can make, and you can make that dude super creepy and weird. And everything else is a fight between a very smart kid versus a even smarter kid. And it's you know methodical and having to do with just being in genius and being ingenious at the same time. So it's like, whoa, like that should be an easy fucking movie to make, in my opinion. Listen, when I come back to Arizona, Gums, we're spending a day in the movie room. I'm making popcorn, and you're going to show me some of the best anime films because I need to get into anime. Brother, I will show you some shit. Also, we should watch both Death Notes. There's two of them. Down. I literally want to get into anime. I feel like that would help the podcast, too. Like, we had something else to talk about. That's a huge thing. I'll, like, sit you down and, like, ask you questions. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, do you like to see... fights where clothes are ripped off often or are you more of a i like to live in an apartment and talk with my friends type of guy (laughs) doesn't vix vapor of have an anime oh yes they do (laughs) (laughs) well on that note since we got a word from our sponsor thanks vix uh gum send us off well (sighs) you mouth breathers out there i've got a quote for you from jim hopper if you don't mind, for the sake of your poor old dad, keep the door open three inches. Let's keep it rolling. That's a good one. <laughs>